Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Hey guys, this is Darren here, the producer of Perpetual Traffic. And before we start this week's episode, I just wanted to let you know that this week's show is brought to you, as always, by Digital Marketer Lab. We are the number one platform for full stack marketers, and we provide the three things you really need, training, tools, and relationships. In Lab, you'll get to attend webinars with industry experts. You'll actually get stuff done with our step-by-step -step guides. And you'll be able to ask questions, network, and exchange ideas with other marketers in our community, DM Engage. If you're already a Lab member, then we'll see you there. If not, you can try it out absolutely free for 30 days by going to digitalmarketer.com forward slash trial. All right, back to you, Ralph. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is Ralph Burns and I am coming to you, well, not live, but we're all live together from Austin, Texas at the Conversations Conference 2018, hosted by our great friends at ManyChat, which is obviously the chatbot that we use inside Tier 11, as well as Molly and all her businesses and the one that we recommend here in Perpetual Traffic. And today we are Molly, myself, and a guest. Ooh. Yes. Very special guest. Making a second appearance. He was on episode 150, Mr. Ollie Bilson. Yeah, guys. Ollie's a, he's been a little feisty this week, so yeah. I know the content's going to be good, but forgive us for any aggression here. It's normally not our style, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Ollie's fired up. He's fired up and he's ready to deliver the content for you guys this week. I'm a little bit intimidated by him, though, because we've had sort of a messenger fight going on all week, which, you know, we man hugged it out like just, yeah. you know, days ago. I think Ollie so. just 
threatened to send the mic through Ralph's head. Yeah, I was getting kind of violent here. <laughs> You're just so much bigger than me, though. These days. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that. We're going to work on your training in 2018, 2019. But neither here nor there. Nobody really wants to hear about our infighting here at Perpetual Traffic. All in good fun, by the way. But Ollie actually just did a presentation, which is a logical next step from the stuff that he talked about way back on episode 150, which I would highly recommend you go back and take a listen to that one on his phone funnel formula. So in the last episode that you had me on, on Perpetual Traffic, we spoke about the phone funnel framework. Ralph gets things mixed up and he said it was the formula. It's actually the framework. But that's okay. I'll forgive you for that, bro. That's good. Um, That's why you're here to clarify. But what we spoke about was how you can use the phone funnel framework, but within Messenger and using Messenger to create a predictable way of driving qualified leads into sales appointments. And really, that's what we kind of talked about. But really, all of it's predicated on some prior proper planning, the three P's of successful marketing, as I like to put it. I love it. So you're basically going to teach us how to create an awesome strategy for acquiring leads. So I think the fact is, is that when people come to like plan their next marketing campaign before they start running traffic and spending any money on advertising, they need to figure out what's the objective, what are they trying to actually achieve and what outcomes are they looking for and how they're actually going to measure those things. And so we have an acronym for this, which Granted, is probably one of the worst marketing acronyms that ever has been, but we call it the FSMC formula. What that stands for in that acronym is F stands for the finish point. So what do we mean by that? Well, that's really, as Stephen Covey would say, beginning with the end in mind, figuring out where do you actually want people to go? What do you want them to do? So for some people that have like an e-commerce business, that's like an autonomous sale that you're actually trying to sell a product of some sort. Whereas the finish point in the campaign for somebody that is trying to drive leads into phone appointments or scheduled calls or strategy sessions or whatever you call them, that's going to be that they actually schedule with you and they make an application to speak to you. So you want to get clear on that first before you start anything. And I think what's quite cool about what we're talking about here is this is like universally applicable for any type of marketing campaign. It could be to do with messenger marketing. It could be to do with, you know, setting up your next marketing automation funnel that you've got going on, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a video series or you know, mini class. Direct mail campaign. A direct mail campaign, <laughs> totally. In fact, we use this for everything we do, whether it's offline to online, whether it's our OTOTO, which is like online to offline, back offline, again, really anything. So we start with the end in mind with the finish point. Then we think about the S in the FSMC is, well, how do we actually get the party started? How do we get people in there? And that comes down to advertising objective. We've got to give that some careful consideration because everything that happens afterwards is kind of predicated on how they initially come in. And so we need to think about that. So where do they start? Where do we actually get them into the marketing funnel? 
And then the M is the milestones that we take them through. Now, this is where the planning really starts to happen because you want to start to consider what's the journey that you want people to go through? What are the goals that you want them to achieve? And in some cases, they have to achieve, maybe in a linear fashion, before they get to a point of taking the step that you want them to take. Some of that is also to do with qualification and certainly with the phone funnel it is because you want to deal with the most qualified people. So you want them to engage and consume and know that it's right for them. So they have to go through these milestones um, in order to achieve that. And then C in the FSMC formula is the contingencies. So these are the things that live between the milestones to get people back on track, to make sure that we're communicating with people in the right way, depending upon where they are in the marketing funnel. And making sure that people don't get left behind in the funnel or the journey, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And the thing is with this and... It may well be the worst marketing acronym in the world. However, it absolutely positively works and is applicable to everybody because what I see happen a lot, unfortunately, from looking from the outside in on a lot of other people's marketing is they have this kind of one-size-fits-all message. Mm. And we all know that when it comes down to getting really good conversions, It's message to market match and it's actually alignment of the message with inside of the journey for us to create this dynamic lead to customer experience and not have the same message to everybody. So to take account of where people got to, where people fell off, how to get people back to where they were so that we can have more of a humanized follow up and not just be sending the same messages to everybody. We can do it based upon their milestones. It's like giving people directions based off of where they are, right? (laughs) If you want to get to that restaurant, take a right. It's going to be different depending on where you're located. And also mimicking real life in the online world in a lot of ways, which I think a lot of people do think that there's one cookie cutter formula for every customer or every would-be customer that comes in through a cold traffic source. Absolutely. And the thing is, when we talk about prior proper planning, when it comes to marketing campaigns, there's actually a lot more to do than we may first think about. And we can think about now we've kind of given you this framework of the FSMC formula, you can now start planning your campaigns around an actual framework that forces you to consider all of these different parts. So let's take an example I've been talking about while we've been here, which is using the phone funnel framework within Messenger. Let's break down what that looks like using the FSMC formula. We've got to figure out what the end is first of the F. In this case, it's that we want them to go and schedule a call with our sales team. Mm. Uh, Whatever tool you use, schedule once, acuity or anything like that as a scheduler, that's what we want to get people to. Mm. Now, the start point then is a messenger ad Mm -hmm. and a click to messenger ad. And we use a growth tool within ManyChat called JSON that allows us to get people in, get people subscribed through Messenger. Now, let's talk about the milestones now. There's some very prescriptive words that I say here that make it easy for us before we start writing anything and before we start designing anything. This is what we need to think about. So the first milestone is 
that they requested the video. And, you know, we like to use a case study video that we're advertising on Facebook. And the first thing that we need them to do is actually click to go and watch what we call the primer video. And so that's the first milestone that we're trying to get them to go and watch the video. Mm. Then once they've watched the video, we need then for them to go and click to the main event video. And then once they've seen the main event video, we need to get them to then go and schedule. And then once we've got to that point, we need them to request a schedule and then we need to get them to schedule. And so that's the most critical path that somebody can go down. And for anybody kind of defining a marketing funnel, the first thing you want to do is do your finish point, your start point and your milestones, because it just forces you to think high level, 30,000 foot of what's the lead to customer journey that we're trying to, trying to achieve here. And when I talk about the wording in this, we say things like they saw the main event video and they need to click to schedule. Mm. They requested to schedule and they need to, to schedule. schedule. And by the way, guys, if you want to see a visual of this, head over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Ollie has a nice little chart here so that you can see this visually. This is episode 170. So now we have the most critical path. You can then look at each milestone and consider what the contingencies. You know, mm. how do we get people back if they didn't do what we wanted them to do? Yeah. And so the first contingency here is, is that they didn't click to go and watch our video. What are we going to do? Well, the messaging, the follow-up is going to be different. And actually, we're going to talk a little bit about the framework for thinking about delayed follow-up. So this can be more like a dynamic experience. And then the contingency for those people that saw the main event video, but they didn't click would be that they clicked to the main event video, they didn't schedule. So this is where now we can start thinking about, okay, good. So we know that they watched our content. Great. But they didn't take the next step. So what are the best messages that we need to send at this point? Well, they're mm. probably going to be objection handling type videos or content that's congruent with where they got to in the marketing funnel. Mm. And then further down they get to the point where we want them to be, we can alter and pivot the conversation that we're having with people based upon their action or inaction. And as we say, whoever the famous person was that said this, um, for every action or inaction, there is a reaction. And there's nothing else better personified than with the FSMC formula. So... To add on to what you talked about in episode 150 in the phone funnel framework, this formula is obviously is something that not a lot of marketers are doing using just a basic funnel that they may or may not have. How do you integrate this? You obviously talked about how to do it with text message. You know, in the last episode when we had John, how do you integrate this into Messenger? Do they diverge or is it the same or how do you sort of formulate it for people? So we saw just really through the result, the engineering that we put into uh, the innovation that we put into the phone funnel framework mm -hmm. was taking people down a path where they were getting the best results than they ever got from before from anything that they've ever done. If they'd done webinars before, they'd done video sales letters before to try to drive qualified leads into sales calls. And then we started to think to ourselves, well, that worked really well with text messaging. And if you listen to the other episodes, you'll hear how I break all of that down. 
So we then thought to ourselves, well, hold on a second. One of the things that we really know works is to communicate in a way that's the easiest for anybody to communicate with you in. So we should open that up in our advertising that we're not just forcing people to go through a lead ad, through text messaging. Why don't we open that out to ManyChat and to messenger marketing and to think that actually this actually might reduce our lead to buy time. Because one thing that we found with messenger funnels is that if you do it right, you actually follow up with people in the right way, then people are in momentum. Mm. And there's no delay in this process. They're creating their own journey as they go through their own path. So we thought to ourselves, well, we've seen this work in a lot of other things we've tried with Messenger. Why don't we do it with the phone funnel framework? And so what we started to think about was taking the elements of the phone funnel, things like the primer video, where people see an ad on Facebook. And when they click to request the video, we immediately send the primer video inside of Messenger. So we actually upload it to it. There's a file limit, it's about 25 megabytes, so you have to keep it quite small. So that slows them down in the process, just the same way as it does in the phone funnel. It tees them up for what they're about to watch, what they're about to discover. Uh, reinforces their prior positive action that they've taken and also gives injects some personality because usually it's a face-to-camera video mm. because we know the main event video is a little bit longer. So then like we're like, okay, that's cool. We've got them in through Messenger and they're seeing the primer video. Now, where do we take people to watch the main event video? Right. Because usually that's on a website. That's actually on a web page. And we figured out that like we could actually make it so we could create a Facebook ad, do a dark post, right? We could create a campaign to house the main event video on its own post that wasn't mm. visible somewhere else. Right, so you can just, they're watching on Facebook. And because they're already in the environment, we learned from the Facebook that they engaged with the platform that they liked to be on, which was their mobile phone. And now yeah. we could do it inside of Facebook. So now we house the video on Facebook. They haven't got to jump across any platforms, any devices. They're there. And so now you get all the social proof, all the comments and everything else from watching that video. You can now retarget people based upon uh, their engagement with that video inside of Facebook, which is like crazy powerful. So when you tested this, obviously you tested it, sending them to a URL. So just to back up, So they opt in, they get a primer video, which is in your case, in your funnel is maybe a minute or two of you just saying, hey, you know, introduce who you are, really excited to show you this next step. Boom. That's kind of it. It's right there. It's consumed. The consumption on this, obviously, you can all measure through ManyChat, which is awesome. And then that click then sends them to either typically a URL, like I think about our funnel right now. I send them to a URL, but sending them to Facebook instead, what's the difference in consumption rates between sending them off-site versus Facebook? Obviously, Facebook you know, has lots of benefits, but what did you see when you did well, that? Well, I think that people don't really want to move between different environments. And the reason right. why the consumption of a main event video is a lot less when you try and bump them out of Messenger to a URL is because they're already playing in that sandbox. They're already playing in the Facebook environment. It's exactly the reason why the phone funnel works so well when you're advertising to people just on a mobile device 
and they get a text message because there's a mm. congruency between the response mechanism and the delivery mechanism. Well, in this example, there's a congruency between the response mechanism and the delivery mechanism because it's within inside of the same platform. And so not only did we see more consumption because we have tested both, not only did we see more engagement, meaning getting people to actually go to the video, but also actually watching the video because you know, watching a video in a browser these days when you've got to embed a video from Wistia or whatever, it doesn't play the sound automatically. You've got to click to play. It's a terrible user it, experience. It takes over your user experience mm, on the phone. You're trying to like move your phone. Yeah, are you, are, you know, what's your orientation <laughs> am I doing? Yeah. Good, yeah. landscape, upright. Whereas like inside of a Facebook post, yeah. it's yeah. great. Perfect. And I can also add additional copy that, yeah. that, that highlights the salient points from the video. Ali, you're familiar with the product launch formula, right? Jeff Walker. What was interesting, this sort of reminds me, Brian Moran over at Samcart, he did a product launch formula style launch, but did it completely through Messenger. And he did the same thing where instead of sending people over to a page to watch the video, it was actually just another Facebook post. And then what he was seeing was a ton of shares and engagement on that video. Well, then he also used comment to message on on those videos for people to comment and give some feedback in exchange for some PDF materials that he was showing. So then he's not only getting people through this launch and to consume these videos, he's also using the consumption videos as a way to acquire new people, you know, into the launch at the end of the ad copy, even if it's video two, it's like, Hey, if you want to start from the beginning, go back to video one, Super right? Smart. I love that. And keeping people in the Facebook ecosystem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, the videos are just hidden. And it's yeah. like, that's so unnecessary nowadays. Mm, absolutely. And I think that there's a lot to be said, especially when you're doing cold traffic. People want to see proof that other people are engaging with this content as well. Of course. Right. And that's a lot more difficult to do when you're trying to send them to a website. Even if you've got Facebook comments beneath that website, right. the user experience just really doesn't allow for that visibility. There's just not trust there. No. Yeah. Not no. to mention the fact that you can obviously measure the engagement of that video on Facebook. Yeah. It's much easier to do that than on Wistia. So the real big idea here is taking that episode 150 and definitely go back to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast episode 150 to go back through the phone funnel framework, which is totally badass. This is just sort of the next iteration, obviously using many chat to do it, just a slightly different way in which to consume and also to measure and use for retargeting. But I think that's really the big aha moment here with mm -hmm. just the second iteration of this whole thing. So Ollie, where can they actually get more resources from you or, you know, maybe even an image of this yeah. entire Well, I mean, formula? I think you presented this at the conference we're at here. So maybe they could even get your slides to the whole presentation. Yeah. Would you do that for our listeners? Oh, I would do that for you, Ralph, and you, Molly. And for everybody that's listening, of course. Well, in exchange for that, maybe we won't wait another 150 episodes to have you on again. Well, I guess we're only waiting like, you know. I've got a lot of love like to that. share. Yeah, you do. You do. You're a smart guy. So uh, 
we like smart people in perpetual traffic. So this is awesome, really. Um, and we can get into a lot more about what Ollie does in future episodes. And I have a feeling Ollie's going to be a regular guest here on, yeah. on PT. So, so tell him. Tell him. So we what I'd like to do is kind of give you the blueprint and the breakdown, not just the slides, but maybe some of the bonus material as well that we can throw together. So really the best way of doing that is to get out your mobile phone. Maybe you're listening to this episode now on your mobile phone, but get out your mobile phone and text many to 858-256-7768. So that's text many to 858-256-7768. And we'll uh, be able to deliver all the goodness to you. Thank you so much for coming on, Ollie. Thanks, man. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. See you next time. So just as a reminder, all this information is going to be in the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 170, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. See ya. Love you. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.